Welcome to Remodel Your Life. We are shining the light on women thriving in the trades and remodeling their life into something better. Join a female carpenter as she interviews women around the country about the incredible variety of careers and financial opportunities for women in construction and the skilled trades. And now, your host, Camille Finan. Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have a really good friend, Carla Diaz, who has agreed to come on the show. Uh, she's a little bit shy, but I hope everybody's going to welcome her. Uh, she's very, very talented woodworker. She's a wood turner slash furniture maker with a side dash of an industrial designer. So Carla, thanks so much for coming on the show. No, thank you for having me. I'm so yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, so we have known each other for a couple of years now, and you're um, you're from Mexico. You go back there very frequently. Your family comes, you know, over and across the border a lot. You guys cook together. Like you have a really active family life, which I love. And I feel like that part of your heritage is a really big part of what you do as a woodworker. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about your journey, sort of how you learned the craft, and then how? you know, like how your sort of beginnings with coming from a Mexican heritage might influence some of the things that you do now? Yeah, right. Well, uh, in fact, I studied business administration. And once I was in an office, I realized I needed to do something more creative. I could not stay in an office like for eight mm -hmm. to 12 hours a day. Um, so I learned like my parents always put so much effort on building the house like uh designing or the furniture they care so much about things made out of wood so mm. i kind of got that love for wood from them i think and one night i started to dream about all the things i could do or make with wood mm -hmm. and i thought like maybe i should take some classes and learn some wood woodworking and that's what I did. I, uh, I, I had a, a job, a day job. And in the night, I would go to my woodworking classes every day. And my mom, in fact, first day, she <laughs> kind of made fun of me. And she was like, hey, so did you have enough? You know, like mm -hmm. trying to make me feel like this is not for you. <laughs> and I was like, no. well, in fact, I realized I love it. Like, yeah, it's the this opposite. is my thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it even more. So yeah. Once, what? Yeah. What? Sorry. Where did you take your first classes at? Were you already in Los Angeles? No, I was in Mexico, and I was working there. And there's this program for the government, kind of. So, it, in fact, I was surprised there was nothing or nowhere to to learn woodworking. I don't know. Here is very easy, and apparently, a lot of people are into it. But in Mexico, it's not common. It's so it was very hard to find. A place to learn, but I did it. So yeah, I started there. Nice. Back in Mexico City. Yeah. And um, so, and then what kinds of classes were you sort of taking originally? Do you remember? Because that's been quite a few years ago now. Uh, 
Well, they're uh, just basic with working. Just learn to, I learned to basically make everything with my hands, not machines. I mean, we would use mm -hmm. them, of course, at the class. But in general, I learned to, to build with, just with my hands, with um, hand tools. And I loved it even more, I think. It, it's kind of, um, I've always said that with working, it's kind of a meditation. Right. So, yeah. So it, it was just basics. And then I got into design. I, I, I studied a master's degree, just like to give it an extra. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got into it. I thought like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And here I am still working on it. And so how long after you started taking those first sort of hand tool classes and woodworking classes and then going through the master's degree in industrial design, like how, like how long, how many years did it take before you sort of were like, okay, I'm doing this full time. Like I'm sort of going to take these two, you know, bookends and put them together and create my own products and then not work in an office. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I took like two years of woodworking mm -hmm. and then I, I realized like, no, I cannot keep, they asked me on my, the job I had at that time, they asked me to keep going. They wanted me to do a marketing research. And I was like, uh, I know I could do it, but I'm not into, not into it anymore. Like I was, mm -hmm. my mind was completely on with working. So, and that was about like, I don't know. Yeah. Now I lost track on time a little bit <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> but yeah like almost 15 years or something yeah so but yeah after two years I decided like I'll give it a try and I started making custom design mm -hmm. and so when did you start turning bowls um, anybody that hasn't followed her account will link to it she has a really interesting way you know lots of people make wood bowls right and the bowl itself is beautiful but you have a really interesting way of adding textures and patterns and beautiful colors. I love your color schemes. I think you have a real Thanks. eye for that um, with the paintings that you do. So how did you sort of, when did you make your first bowl and sort of fall in love with turning? And then when did you transition to, I want to do something different with this and kind of apply your design eye to it and create your own style, right? Like I think your stuff has a real style to it. And I can tell right away something that's a Diaz bowl. Like I can tell right away. <laughs> right. Uh, well, it was. It's funny because we. I used to build just furniture, and I, the one, my friend, the one I had the workshop with, mm -hmm. he always, he always was kept telling me, uh, "I have a lathe, the machine you use to turn to do the wood turning, right?" Mm -hmm. So. He was like, I could build it for you and you could use it. And I was so scared. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not into it. I'm not into it. And it, we, I don't know, it was like years of him telling me. Mm -hmm. And But once when Instagram started, I don't know how I got into this account from this um, Sylvia Song is her name on Instagram. And she was making these beautiful bowls. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, I want to do, to make something like this and I got so excited mm -hmm. and I was like okay now I have I want I want to lay mm -hmm. and he was like I kept telling you so <laughs> I was like well and now it's the time so I guess it took me like I don't know like 
eight years or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, after I started with woodworking. Yeah. And, uh, and when did you, so once you decided to try to kind of get over your fear and try to learn the lathe, how long was it before you were doing bowls like full, like a lot, right? Because now you've well, done it for a long time. Yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, it was some, I'm pretty savage, I, I always say, with <laughs> machines. I'm At the same time, I'm very scared and I'm very respectful of them. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm very desperate and I like just try <laughs> it to do everything, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. So I would watch some videos on YouTube. Um, I just started to build stuff. And then it's funny because... Her stuff from this uh, artist I mentioned before, uh, she's very minimalist and very mm-hmm. simple on the things she made. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I just kept trying. And I don't know why. It was maybe, as you mentioned, because of my Mexican heritage or something. Every time I finished a piece, I was like, well, what if I give it mm-hmm. like, put some mm. texture in it. What if maybe it needs a little bit of color? And that's how it started to, mm. I started to evolve kind of, you right. know, and what I'm making right now. How did you pick your colors? Like, how do you, I mean, I, it seems kind of obvious, like looking at your stuff, like, oh, those all look so beautiful together. But then when I think about it, like, would I have ever picked those colors? Like, I would have never thought of that. Right? <laughs> so, like, how do you how do you use your design eye to pick those colors that are so pleasing? Because they there's just something about them. They go so well together. Um, there's sort of a combination of soothing, exciting, pretty, uh, interesting like how how do you how do you pick your colors is something I've always wanted to ask you well um I mean first I think I have to mention that one of my main goals was to make everything as natural as possible because Mm -hmm. I do believe that we have to take care of our environment so I started to look for um, the supplies I needed for everything to be as more as natural as possible. So I found this the Real Milk Paint Company, mm-hmm. uh, which they make the uh, paints with um, a protein extract from the milk. Well, anyways, sorry, I don't want to get uh, into it, but uh, they have a palette of colors, and I so it's not very well now it's bigger. I guess, mm-hmm. but so I got to choose from this one, right? Like at mm-hmm. the same time, it could be kind of limited because right. of course it's a small company. So, and then it was like that, even though I like, I like color, I'm very um, like introvert and very calm, you know, like in general mm-hmm. as a person. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I guess that those colors, that's what they reflected in me. Like it was color, but at the same time, it was peaceful. It gave me like some kind of peacefulness. Mm-hmm. I could say yeah. it that way. Yeah. They're, they're really beautiful to look at. They're very pleasing thanks. to look at. Um, things And yeah, so I, I don't know. I just love them. I, I cannot explain or I cannot find a like a exactly recent, you know, mm-hmm. but the, but the turquoise. 
I love that color. It's the only yes. one in general that I use that is very bright. It's the brightest one. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah, exactly. And it I, just I think yeah. it might be the one that got me noticing you the first time. And I think you also did a yellow. I love yellow. It's one of my favorite yeah. colors. And yellow so I actually too. am going to have you make something in yellow, like a set of cereal bowls or something. Oh, I would love that. But yeah. I love that yellow you use. It's a really beautiful yellow, like almost like a mustard yellow or a, I don't know, like I just love, it's so happy and cheerful. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, But yeah, you just have a really good design eye, I think for color and how they all go together in various ways and the way you even use black and white, right. And natural, oh, I think is really pretty the way you do that. So, okay. So that's color Thanks. that's, um, wood turning, um, and the bowls you make, and you make a lot of little like baby bowls, which are really cute and oh, yeah. some, some really interesting, um, you know, pieces that are really timeless for the whole family. Um, but I want to switch gears just a little bit and talk about the baby cribs that you make, which are really beautiful and really unusual, Thanks. I think. Um, kind of walk me through, walk us through the process of how you design a baby crib and, and what do you really love about doing those as a piece of furniture? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> and I could, I guess I could keep talking like the whole day, but <laughs> I'll try to be quickly. Uh well, first of all, when I studied my master's degree, I was focused on, I decided to to do my project on furniture for kids because oh. I realized, yeah, I, well, I just thought like it should be something important for them, right? Like yeah. we sit them at the table or everything and everything is big. Like, yeah, it's not made for them. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, and I bet that affects their development. Mm-hmm. So I got into it. And then at that time, also between clients and friends, they started to have kids. And they asked me if I could make the crib. And I was like, oh, of course. I love uh, challenges. So mm-hmm. I um, I started to do some research about the security, the safety. Sorry, mm-hmm. safety. That yeah. thing is one of the most important things about this kind of furniture. And I also try to make things fun, you know, for mm-hmm. for them because I thought like I mean the baby spends a lot of time there. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it was better to have something that maybe something they could interact with or and um so and then also it was another challenge to figure out how to open the crib. And I don't know, it was just a very interesting project and mm-hmm. and yeah and because I thought how important it could be for babies I thought like I don't know I just got into it and in fact now uh, friends are asking me to start uh, thinking or designing or working on more stuff for kids right like mm-hmm. toys or yeah accessories yeah mm-hmm. and I will love that I think the, there's not enough maybe out there in the market. Yeah. Well, so, and it's yeah. kind of how we, a lot of us grew up as kids, we had more natural toys. Like, I don't know if you remember, but yeah, exactly. You know, like like your, so trucks. Yeah, your trucks yeah. and a lot of things were made like almost handmade or, mm-hmm. and they were, they were smaller mechanical parts, right? Less, less pieces, less complication, but you used a lot of your imagination and, 
um, I just remember playing with certain things like that and just how much, how much fun we had. <laughs> right? I know they things. were very simple and so uh-huh. cute. And as you said, like most of it, it was on us, right? Like our imagination, yeah, imagination and, and building a city out of them and all those things. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so, so, so what do you have sort of coming up? I know you're going in a little bit of a uh, it's one thing I love about you. You're always sort of designing and pushing the limits and kind of coming up with another pattern or style. And so um, can you talk us through kind of the this most recent pattern that you're doing and sort of the combination of looks that you're doing with the collection right now? Yeah, well, um, first of all, as I said, it seems sometimes that I don't have enough with textures and colors. So mm-hmm. I just keep experimenting on that. And now I got a new my new toy. I love new toys. I think every woodworker just like yeah. sometimes I think that we work just to so we can get more more, more, <laughs> more equipment. toys that they were yeah, exactly. So I have this new uh carver and I'm just uh, going, going crazy yeah, with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. In fact, I'm the last pieces I'm making uh, are more like rough, like mm-hmm. just hand-free carving. Right, right. So, but yeah, it's more than anything, what I want on a piece is that people can enjoy it. It's just not a functional piece, right? Like salad right. bowls are a ton, I feel. Mm-hmm. And of course, they are beautiful. But um, for me, it's important that people also enjoy them, like seeing them and Right. You know, as you say, like colors make you maybe feel peaceful. The mm-hmm. textures uh, give it more excitement. And it's just something different at the table. Like it becomes like an ornament. And right. It's like a piece so, of art looking at it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah, already exactly. imagining my yellow bowls from you. Yeah. Because I want to see them on my shelf, right? I have floating shelves in my kitchen. So I see you know, I see all the stuff that I love out every day. Um, and I, I love, I eat a lot of salad and pasta. So I, I use those bowls like a lot. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, do you have, do you have any shows that you're going to be a part of? I know with COVID things are a little bit different, but do you have anything you're sort of looking forward to that you might participate in coming up so people can see more of your, you know, collections? Well, in fact, it was funny because I was, going to be at the unique markets i don't know if you mm-hmm. if you know it but um they are now in different states and it took me like years to decide to get into it i was like oh maybe next year maybe next year you know i was yeah. not feeling confident enough and finally i did and then covid hit and it was like oh so it was canceled and now i'm uh i haven't checked i'm now i'm uh, with this time like because mm-hmm. it's kind of weird yeah, still a little bit. Uh, I just decided, or I just got into the workshop more. You know, like how they say, like, oh, sorry, I can't find the word in English. Yeah. But like, in, got immersed in my workshop. You know, like mm-hmm. experimenting and yeah, making like um, working on a bigger production, and then working on different textures and colors and everything. And yeah. once I, so I'm working on that. And I feel like once I have like the collection collection completed, then I will. You're going to go back out. Yeah, exactly. Nice. That's In the great. Meanwhile, well, there's my, my shop online. Right. So, your regular stuff. Yeah. 
Well, I'll be yeah, excited to um, to sort of see what you come up with. I think it's going to be great. You've never made a single thing I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's a big compliment. Um, so on a personal note though, I wanted to bring in your wife and just say like how proud your wife must be of all the stuff that you do. Like it must be so satisfying, I think, for for you to be able to have something tangible that she can see. Like sort of what what has been her experience with this whole thing with you having oh, this woodworking business? Does she love it? Like Yeah, of course she does. She she has like a Every time she needs anything, like, oh, get, let's get a bowl for, you know, a present yeah. or for the, we have, uh, I don't know, like when we have barbecue here, mm-hmm. here outside, like, oh, let's get another plate because there's more people coming, you know? So yeah. it that's it, she loves it. But no, she also, um, she's very supportive and I love that. And she's mm-hmm. always like, don't worry about anything. Like, take care of us. You just focus on your art and. I think she feels proud of what I'm making and what I'm working on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I, I love that. So that's great. And what about your family? So what is your, what does your mom say? Right. And, and your whole family, um, all these years later, what, like, what do they think about this? Cause it's, you know, it's a very non-traditional job. Um, like what do they, you know, what do they express to you now after all these years? Yeah. Well, I, uh, Oh, my sister loves it too, for example. She always also comes and grabs something from the <laughs> shelves. And um, she's always giving me ideas. And my parents, I guess they're just the kind of parents, they just want their kids to be happy. So yeah. they're all like, as long as you are happy, we are happy with it. And they also like or love what I like. Yeah, I yeah. guess... Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, they're like, oh, I love this piece, or oh, I love what you're making. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. They're That's they've nice. been very supportive. Yeah, yeah. It was weird for my mom, I guess, that I didn't stay out in my office mm-hmm. job, but she already like. I guess she's used to me that I'm not uh, on yeah. the like a regular person at all. I guess like you're not following all the mm-hmm. what it's expected from a human being. Yeah. So, yeah, she you don't want to just be in a boring office like you're trying to be an artist but but make stuff as well and um and you're just serving you're serving people in a whole different way, right? And and uh, I'm sure all your clients love all of your products, right? That they get to physically look at all the time. So, I think it's great. Yeah. Well, I love I love what you've built around this and uh Anybody that's listening, go out and, you know, buy some of her beautiful bowls and the colors and the textures or something. It's very hard to find anywhere else. So, um, you know, just sort of thanks for sharing a little bit of your life and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to place my order for some, <laughs> for some yellow <laughs> bowls <laughs> and, and one of those large black and white salad bowls, those ones that, you know, that have the textures. I love both of the you have one in black and in white. I love those too. The large ones. Those are really, really pretty. Yeah, I'll be happy. I'm also like open to, I just make certain amount but at, of bowls, for example, mm-hmm. but I'm happy when people are like, oh, I need this, you know? Yeah, like yeah it's kind of fun to do something a little bit specific for somebody. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and then it makes, I'm, I'm so happy. Like, as you said, like clients, just mentioned when they receive the bowl, they are like, Oh, I love it. It looks better. So 
That's what I live for. Thanks so much for listening to Remodel Your Life. I sure have enjoyed being with you today. And if you really like our show, we'd love it if you would subscribe through iTunes. You can always send us feedback through email at Camille at RemodelYourLifePodcast.com. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Remodel Your Life Podcast. This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to RemodelYourLifePodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. Okay.